Excited for a road trip? Start it off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.
Thank you for joining in. I'm going to be moving along shortly here. I need you to go ahead and share this with somebody. Hello, how you doing, Sister Mary? God bless you. We're getting ready to get started. Getting started here. So go ahead and share this with somebody. We go ahead and starting the watch parties. We got some people that are watching live. on let's share this with somebody you're going to be blessed this is just a repeat from earlier today because we had some technical difficulties and because of that I wanted to make sure that we came back here to be able to bring this on live that's right share this with somebody. share this because we're about to uh, finish talking about a commitment to change, overcoming strongholds in the era of our thinking that is faulty. We're about to get our mind right so that we can be able to fulfill the purpose of the plan of God. Amen. So... about to go on. We're already on, so we're about to start. Go ahead and share this with somebody. We're going to be blessed. 
bless somebody, share the page. Come on, I see everybody is getting on, so come on, let's get on. And I am connected, so I'm able to, um, so if you have comments or things uh, that you want to, uh, questions you may want to ask, you will be able to. Glory to God. Who can be against us? Since you did not spare even your own son. God bless everybody. Yes, hallelujah. Hallelujah. God bless everybody for coming on. God bless you, Sister Mary, Sister Renee. We're about to get started. Go ahead and share this with somebody. God bless everybody. Come on, we're about to move right into what we talked about earlier today. We had a little bit of um, technical difficulty, but the Lord, we're going get it, to get it in today because what this word is going to do is going to help us with our faulty think, era of thinking. Everybody, hallelujah. All right, so now, uh, God bless everybody. Good, so I got everybody on. God bless you as well. So I'm able to see everybody that's online. So, what we're going to do is we're going to finish talking about a commitment to change, uh, uh, overcoming strongholds as a faulty uh, uh, error in our thinking pattern. And one of the areas that uh, we began to talk about was uh, pulling down strongholds. And we had a, a couple scriptures here uh, in the word of God. Let's go there. We're going now over to Ephesians chapter 6. Glory to God. Let's go over to Ephesians because it's always, we got to make sure that the word of God is present. And everything that we do, everything that we teach according to his word, amen. So we're about to go here to the word, Ephesians. We'll go to Ephesians 6, but let's go to 1 Corinthians as well. Let's go to 1 Corinthians uh, chapter... Let's go to 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 10. Let's start with verse 1. It says, God bless everybody. Thank you for joining us on I am a Psalms 139.14 woman, our, I'm Apostle Robin. And we're just going to rewind where we left off at today because usually we come on every Wednesday at 12 noon. But we had a little bit of technical difficulty, and this was a good word on today. 
And I just wanted to make sure that I came back on as I promised to finish the word because there was some disruption in the word on today. So as we have talked about strongholds in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 1, it says, Moreover, brethren, I would not that you shall be ignorant how... Okay, excuse me. Let's go here. That's not the scripture I want. Here we go. Let's go to, uh, sorry, it's, let me, 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Let me see. Is that where I want to be? Yes. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Uh-huh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imagination and every high thing that exalt itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of God, of Christ. And having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. So do you look at things after the outward appearance? If any man trusts to himself that he is Christ, let him let him of himself think this again, that as he is Christ's, even so are we Christ. For though I should boast somewhat more of our authority, which the Lord have given us, for edification, not for our, not for your destruction, I should not be ashamed that I may not seem as if I would terrify you by letters. Let's stop right there. We're talking about a commitment to change, overcoming errors in our thinking. So we know that human nature is what? It is complex. There are simple solutions. Uh-huh. No single approach. When we're talking about a commitment to change and overcoming errors in our thinking because it caused arrows and we have to overcome the strongholds that always try to come in and take over us. Remember we talked about today how Satan always wants to come in and take control over our mindset. And you must understand that a stronghold is a faulty thinking pattern. That's right. It is a faulty thinking pattern based on deception and lies of the enemy. The enemy is always trying to make us believe a lie. He's always trying to deceive the people of God. This is where strongholds begin. They begin with a lie. They begin with deception. And deception is one of the primary weapons of the enemy because it is the building block for a stronghold. So if he can cause us to be deceived, then we will not listen or believe the truth because now his lies are overcoming truth. So therefore he has the ability to take over our mind. So now he have created a block in our mind and it has been created uh, a stronghold has been created. So now the word of God 
which we read in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3. It says, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. So we are fighting against one another when the Bible tells us, even though we walk in the flesh, we do not war in the flesh. So we must understand that the reason why sometimes people act the way they do is because there is a negative demonic spirit behind it to causing them to have a stronghold in their mind to cause their thinking to be blocked, to make them begin to act out in error and begin to not allow their thinking pattern to be clear and positive in order to walk in love and peace. So now the enemy have created this block and this stronghold and now he is deceiving them. So now they feeling that they are against the person. But in reality, God don't want us to be against one another. It is a demonic spirit that is behind what is going on. So um, deception is one of the primary. Family. It looks a little different for everyone. For some, it's mom and dad. For others, roommates who feel like family. And for others, it's your significant other, their golfing buddies, your children, a high school soccer team starting lineup, and oh look, they're all taking you up on the offer to stay for dinner, really testing the limits of that phrase, the more the merrier. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on home and car insurance. Easier than making three frozen pizzas and assorted frozen veggies into a cohesive meal. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Weapons of Satan because it is the building block of the stronghold. See, strongholds, what they do is they cause us to think in one way, which block us from really hearing and seeing the way that God wants us to see. See, God wants us to see things that are that are positive, but the enemy will always create chaos. And destruction so that we can see things in a negative aspect and miss God. Because he's always against the plan of God. He's always against the work of God. He's always against us moving closer into the things of God. So if he can get us to move out of the will of God, now he's able to control not only our thinking, but he's able to control our movement. So now he's able to deceive us and begin to speak to us. And now instead of us speaking things that are of love and things that are right and things that are truth, now we're speaking his lies and deception and allowing him to use us like a puppet. Because remember, Satan cannot move without us. He don't have the ability to do anything without a body because he is bodiless. So if we give him the ability to get into our minds to create these strongholds, what we're doing is we're blocking the hearing God. We're blocking the truth that God has given unto us. So therefore, we must understand that Satan is trying to make us not to focus on the things that are right. See, he wants us to focus on error. 
He wants us to focus on deception. He wants us to focus on lies. He don't want us to believe the truth. See, that's why we must understand that we have to follow a model. There was a professor that I set up under that talked about free. Free represented focus on your thoughts and find each error. That is for the F. And remember where it leads. And then the E stands for eliminating the error before it acts. And then the other E is explore other options and take responsibility towards the action. That was something that Professor Sam now had talked about in his theory. So I believe that when we're able to look at this the way that he had put this out, we are able to move responsibly and understand that if we don't focus on our own thoughts, we will never find the error in our thinking. We will continue to think negative or think lies and deception and allow Satan to continue to build strongholds and building blocks in our mind to block God speaking to us and hearing and understanding the truth that God wants us to hear. So a lot of times... We need to be able to confront our fears, confront and making the right commitments and putting forth the required efforts in order to pull down these strongholds and to eliminate this faulty error of thinking in our mind. Because when we begin to continue to think negatively, that is going to be the outcome, not only what we're going to think, but it's going to be what we speak and it's going to be how we react and it's going to be how we walk. So that's why we have to change our thinking. There are errors in our thinking. That's why we must not allow fear to overcome us. Yes, fear is real, but fear should not conquer us and stopping us and where God told us to go. Because God does not give us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. What fear does is it, uh, it, it eliminates you from moving forth in the things of God. It tells you, hey, you can't go no further than you are because maybe you don't have this. Maybe they're not going with you. Maybe you don't. You won't succeed when you get there. You can't allow fear to stop you before you come. Amen. You have to continue to walk out what God is saying. But fear of change is real. Anytime you're talking about change, come on now, it's real. So sometimes fear, sometimes fear, glory to God, stops us from moving forward. So what the enemy does is he creates this building block in our mind, which is strongholds and speak to us and lie to us and say, first of all, we are not educated enough. We don't have enough money. We have not went as far as we should or nobody's going to stand with us. So he's creating lies to try to stop us and going forth in our purpose and destiny that God had created us to walk in. So now fear begins to set in. So now now our era of thinking, hallelujah, is taking over, hallelujah, us being ready to change. So now we cannot be committed to change because we have allowed our era of thinking to get in our way. And now we're allowing fear to stop us before we even move forward and what God has called us to do when God has already given us the green light. He's already given us the ability to move forward. But because we're not committed to change and we're not able to overcome the strongholds as a false 
faulty error in our thinking pattern. Now we at a standstill. So that's why this can become what? A barrier in our life. That's right. Barriers prevent us from making the commitment to a better lifestyle. What lifestyle am I talking about? I'm talking about a lifestyle of holiness. A lifestyle of righteousness. We can't live right because our mind is telling us, you know what? You're not going to be able to get this right. Because you're going to fall back in the same trap because it's going to take more than that to get you out. See, no, we can't allow the enemy to speak those lies because God always create a way of escape for us to escape every plan of the enemy. But if we don't know that, then we're not going to be able to change our thinking. We're going to always think that we have to stay in that stinking situation forever or go back to that old vomit over and over again. But God have already created a way of escape for us to escape sin, things that would keep us out of the will of God, things that would keep us out of the face of God, because God is not going to allow us to keep on doing things any kind of way. We have to come to a place of holiness and righteousness unto God and ask God to help us by coming in true repentance inwardly so that he can help us to pour down the stronghold in our mind so that we won't keep creating these blocks of this faulty error in our thinking pattern. So now our thinking is being transformed and reformed and renewed and now our thinking is not the same old thinking but it's thinking that has taken us to a place of greatness. It's taking us to truth. It's taking us to understanding. It's taking us to knowledge. Because you can't get to a place of truth and knowledge without first overcoming a faulty error of your thinking pattern. Because you're not going to be committed to change. You're going to always stay in the same situation and you're going to still have the same mindset. So it starts in the mind. You know, the battlefield of the mind, like Joyce Meyer, she wrote in her book, it is a battlefield because the mind begins to go back and rewind itself and go back and think about things that have happened year after year. But you got to be able to overcome those building blocks because once it begins to build in your mind, what is happening is these strongholds is being created and now Satan is speaking and he's deceiving you and he's creating more lies telling you that it's going to be all right. You can keep doing it that way. You can keep going that way. It ain't going to hurt God. Understand he know that you're not where you need to be. No, the devil is a liar. You should be able to know right from wrong. You should be able to know when the stove is hot and don't touch it. You should be able to know the right, the difference between holiness and righteousness and you understand sin. You know what sin is. You know that's why the Bible tells us to what? Pray daily. Pray without ceasing because we have to come unto God and ask him for what? Forgiveness because we sin every day, all day, knowingly and unknowingly. So we ask God for that inward repentance so that when we come to him that he is beginning to turn us away from the things that keep us out of the will of God. So in what I'm saying is don't allow fear to, 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 to stop you from committing to changing the way God wants you to think. God wants you to think things that are positive. Amen. See, how can we overcome this? We can begin by stopping what we do. That's right. What we do. What are you doing? If it's something that you know that you're not supposed to do, you shouldn't do it because what's going to happen is you're going to keep on allowing the enemy to tell you it's all right. 
when you know that it's not right. You know it's not healthy. You know it's not mentally sound or psychologically sound for you to keep doing it because either it's going to cause you to fall or move close, move further away from God. So you have to tell yourself and tell your mind, hey, I'm not going to allow myself to get in this situation. You can't allow the enemy to overcome and to keep on lying and you believe in a lie. At a point of time in your life, you got to stay in truth. You got to know what the truth is. You got to know what the word of God says. You have to study and meditate on the word of God daily so that you can understand not only the promises and the benefits, but you can understand the truth of the matter. Because the enemy, that's what he comes with. He comes with deception. He comes with lies. What he's trying to do is he's trying to take us away from the work of God. He always been an interference of the work of God. He always tried to stop the work of God. So if he could try to if he can stop the work of God in you and in me, then he has succeeded. But see, the devil is a liar because the work of God shall continue, and we shall continue doing the work of God without having the error of faulty thinking. Our thinking shall be positive, and our thinking shall be upright, and our thinking shall be truth. Amen. But sometimes it is hard to under to overcome something unless we know what it is. So that's why we have to get in a quiet place and begin to pray and ask God, Lord God, why am I reacting or acting in this matter? See, a lot of times we always already have the answer going in. So since we already got the answer going in, do you think God going to bother to even answer us? No, because we already got the answer. See, we need to go in hard, hard, heartily. We need to go in humbly and, and then go in not saying, oh, we know what it is. But we need to go in saying, Lord, show me. See, it's a difference saying, I know what it is and show me. Hallelujah. Like Moses said, show me your glory. Even though he knew the glory, he understood the glory, but he said, no, I need you to show me your glory, meaning that I need you to show me you, Lord. Even though I've heard of you, I know of you, I've learned of you, but when you show me you, it's going to be even greater because it's going to be you showing me and it's not like me going to get it from somewhere else because when I get it from somewhere else, it's just like it being water down glory to God but because you show me the your glory that means that you're showing me you amen so as we continue to understand that it is hard to overcome something unless we know what it is so the first step is to make a list of everything that we're trying to overcome what is some of our fears even though I'm telling you God does not give us a spirit of fear Uh uh-uh He doesn't give us a spirit of fear. No, he doesn't give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So you got to ask God, why am I fearing having the spirit of fear? God will show you and, and tell you why you're in the place that you're in. But if you don't have time to get in that quiet place with God and in God, how can he show you? He won't be able to show you. Because you already know. See, we have to have patience and be able to allow God to work out our patience. Because in our patience, perseverance and perseverance and character and character is produced. So that's why we must first say, 
Okay, why am I reacting in this way? See, if I'm going to begin to change, amen, I need to know why I want to change. Why do I need to change maybe this habit? If it's a habit and it's something that's not the will of God, yes, you need to change it. But a lot of times Satan would say, oh, it's okay. God understand. He know your heart. You know, that's the first thing he always say. He know where you are. He know that you just getting started in this. You know, some things we know. Some things, no, he expect us to move past. You know, some things God know, we know because it's elementary. We know that. We know that we need to what? Pray without ceasing. We know that we need to repent daily. We know not to sin. We know to love one another. I mean, these are things that we know. Not things that somebody has to tell us. We know not to go back to that old vomit that God brought us out of. Because we may not make it back out the second time. And then not only that, it stinks under the nostrils of God. And it's taking you out of the will of God and taking you away from eternity. Eternal life. So why would you go back to something that God brought you out of? When you know it's not healthy. When you know that it's going to, first of all, create chaos. And not only chaos, but it's not going to sit well with the Holy Spirit that's in you. You got the Holy Spirit, right? So you know what we put in our body, what comes out of us, it irritates the Holy Spirit in us. Because the Holy Spirit that's in us do not tolerate darkness. Does not not, uh, tolerate... Tolerate things that's not of the will of God. So that's why we have to be careful on not only what we put into our um, spirit, but in our bodies. And not only in our body, but in our mind. So that's why we must focus on our thoughts and find each era of of thinking. And remember where it's going. Remember where it's going to lead us up to. So that we can eliminate the era before we act. Hallelujah. See, we must understand that reasonably uh, thinking keeps us free from choices that lead to painful situations. Some situations that we're in, yes, the Bible says that we glory in tribulations, which we glory in pain, suffering, and going through. But some things we don't have to go through, but we go through them because we're out of the will of God. When you step out of the hedge in the will of God, you're going to deal with these painful consequences that really are not necessary because of your what? Your faulty error of thinking. You're thinking that, oh, nobody sees me. Oh, nobody will know. But God see you. God will know. And that's all that matters. It's not about if I see you. But what about God? God is a God that sees everything everywhere. So you can't hide it from God. You can try to trick man, but you can't trick God. You can't hide it from God. So you might as well get it right. Right? So that's why we must eliminate the arrow before it act. Why? Because this is the commitment that we make not only not to people, but to ourselves. See, you can make any you can tell me anything. But the thing is, you gotta eliminate the arrow before you act. For you to help yourself. Right? Yeah. It's all about you. 
So you have to make a commitment to yourself, a commitment to change. See, I can give you truth. I can give you the word of God, but you have to study yourself and get and understand the word of God yourself so that you can build a intimate relationship with God yourself. Because at the end of it all, we all got to work out our what? Own soul salvation. So no matter how much word I done gave you, no matter how much prayer I done gave you, you still got to work out your own soul salvation. Meaning that you got to get the word for yourself because it's about the intimacy relationship between you and God. And my relationship between me and God. Your relationship with you and God and my relationship with me and God are two different relationships. My relationship with God is not going to be like your relationship with God. And your relationship with God is not going to be like my relationship with God. So you got to create your own. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Drew and Jonathan Scott here to tell you that with the American Family Insurance Home Quote Tool, you can easily design a customized policy for your dream home right from the comfort of your couch. And fun paint fact, there are over 150 shades of white, like Hello White, Fluffy Bunny, Eggshell. They get it. Explore the AmFam Home Quote Tool at amfam.com home to learn more about your policy coverage options. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Products not available in every state. Relationship in God, that's why you got to be committed to change. I can give it to you. I can show you where it is in the word of God, and I can teach it to you. But you got to be willing to study, to show your own self-approved, meditate on the word so that you can get it yourself. Because at the end of the day, it's all about making a commitment unto yourself. You got to be willing to change. It has to be your own decision. It has to be your own thought. You can't go off of just everything that somebody tells you. You got to get in it and get it yourself and make a commitment unto God yourself because I can't make a commitment for you unto God. Hallelujah. I can touch and agree with you, but you have to make that commitment to be willing to change your faulty error of thinking pattern. And so that you can pull down every stronghold and every vain imagination that exalt itself against the will of God. Because if you don't, you are going to allow yourself to be still caught up in self-centered behaviors that create building blocks to allow these strongholds to begin to move you like puppets and now they're taking you more and more out of the will of God so now instead of you beginning to get truth you're getting deception you're walking into lies and then you're believing it and the next thing you know you this is this is so funny because People sometimes believe their own lie. That's how deep they're in. They don't even know the truth when they see it. They don't even know how to get on the bus when they see it coming. Because they so deep in a lie, they believe the lie. You got to be open and discerning to the truth. 
Because the enemy wants to blind us. He don't want us to get the truth. That's why he always calls offenses and make us be against one another because he know that we're cl- getting closer and closer to the truth. And that anytime you get the truth, that means it eliminates his faulty era of control over you in creating the strongholds. So don't allow offenses to move you out of the will of God to stop you from getting the truth. Because we must abstain from all irresponsibility, self-centered behaviors, regardless of whatever the situation is. We must continue to what be what accountable to somebody. We should be able to be accountable to somebody we trust. I need somebody besides God because God keeping me accountable. But God also will send a divine connection in your life to keep you accountable. There needs to be somebody that can keep you accountable in the way that you're walking of truth and in the will of God. Because if nobody can come and tell you the truth, then something is wrong. You need somebody that's going to Tell you the truth, no matter if you like it or don't, no matter if you get mad or not. You need somebody that's going to tell you the truth. You need somebody that's going to keep you accountable to continue to do the will and the work of God. Because when you don't have accountability in your life, you can be moved to and from your your purpose and plan. So you need to have some type of accountability. And you must understand the situation that you're in. That's right. So we must first of all understand that even when we get in this this type of situation, one of the things that we understand is this. We need to be able to catch our thoughts even when they begin to occur. Because if we don't catch our thoughts in the beginning, our thoughts can become these vain imaginations. They could become these strongholds that make us think things that are not. Right? So that's why we must understand that this is an early warning sign for us to stop inappropriate behaviors, inappropriate thoughts. Because when we entertain inappropriate thoughts and inappropriate behaviors, then we begin to not only think inappropriate, but we begin to speak inappropriate. And then after we begin to speak inappropriate, we begin to walk inappropriate. And when we begin to walk inappropriate, then guess what? That's It's over. Because now we have lost our what? Integrity. We have lost our character and who we are. We can't represent Christ. See, we're supposed to be Christ's representatives. Don't you know that we're a power of attorneys of Christ? That's right. We are his ambassadors. He has left us to do the work, to finish the work that he, he started. So we have to be representatives of Christ. When you're representing somebody as a power of attorney, that means that you're talking on their behalf. You're doing and executing the work on their behalf. We're doing the work of God on behalf of Jesus Christ. So because we're doing the work of God on behalf of Jesus Christ, our thoughts cannot be inappropriate. Our behaviors cannot be inappropriate. And our walk cannot be inappropriate. Our walk has to be appropriate 
our, our thoughts have to be appropriate and our walk has to be appropriate and our behaviors have to be appropriate. Because why? We are representatives of Christ. We are power attorneys of Christ. We are ambassadors of Christ Jesus. Amen? Come on now. And how could we be ambassadors if we continue to allow negative thinking? Because guess what? A negative thinking creates a life that continues to be based on error. And the spirit of error is not of God. Hallelujah. So that's why we must understand that we must catch our thoughts before they occur. Why? Because it's very crucial because this is a step of change. This is the first step to commitment of change. If we don't control our inappropriate, inappropriate thoughts or inappropriate behaviors or us walking inappropriate, we won't be able to take a step towards change because we will continue to think the same, which is a arrow, a faulty arrow of thinking. We will have a faulty arrow thinking pattern. Where we would continue to think the same way. A pattern is when you continue to do something over and over again. Hallelujah. So we must know that we need to change. And often we fail to recognize the role of thinking. Because we base everything off of our feelings, our emotions, and our attitudes. When that's the reason why we are in this place of faulty thinking. Because we are so emotional. We take things by heart because of our feelings and our emotions. Don't you know God is not moved off of feelings and emotion? He's moved off the word of God. He's moved off of truth. He's moved off of correction. He's moved off of positive things that's moving forth. So therefore, we must understand that this right here does not provide us a concrete way to identify this faulty error in our thinking. That's right. But we must what open, overcome them. We must open the door to responsible choices and responsible living. We need to make sure that our lifestyle is not something we just talk about, but we need to live it. What are we doing when people are not looking? What are we doing when people are not around? What are we doing when there's no one around us? How do we see ourselves? Do we see ourselves incorrectly? Do we see ourselves? Because how we see ourselves is very important. Because, you know, self-esteem is very important. If you don't have the confidence and the boldness in Christ, what he has given unto us, you will not see yourself Correctly, So it will be hard for you to change your, your faulty error of thinking because you see yourself the same. You don't see yourself being able to change. You say, well, I already I always did it this way. I, I, I grew up this way. I've always said it this way. I've always walked this way. So how is change going to come? Because in your mind, you're already setting things that... It's already that way. But you have to make room in your mind for a change. That there is some space and area that you can change. That you don't have to still do the same thing the way that you always done it. So we suffer from 
seeing ourselves as a new person. So when we come to Christ Jesus, when he has already, we died and became, excuse me, new, a new man, we allow condemnation, shame, and guilt to come back and take us back to where God brought us from. So we can't walk in the newness because we're now allowing the old man to overtake the new man that we have become in Christ Jesus. So now change can't come. So that makes us suffer with low self-esteem because we cannot see or we cannot obtain the newness that was given to us when we died unto Christ and we were born again and we became new men and women of God. But we have allowed our old ways and our old era of thinking to overtake us, to take us back into that era where God brought us from. So low self-esteem creeps in and now we don't see ourselves as that new creature that we were created to be. So low self-esteem, which is a spirit from Satan, now is not now telling us that we don't have the spiritual confidence and the spiritual boldness to walk in Christ Jesus to take dominion and subdue and to multiply the things that God have told us to do. Amen. I know this is maybe a little deep, but it's true. And we have to know these things because guess what? Common symptoms of strongholds deal with guilt. Meaning that we sometimes don't forgive ourselves for what God has already forgiven us for. And because we don't forgive ourselves, we allow the spirit of condemnation and guilt and shame to overtake us. So now our self-esteem have crept up in us to where now our spiritual confidence and boldness does not exist. So now we suffer from this low self-esteem. So now the stronghold of guilt have set in. So now we lack spiritual confidence. We don't have the spiritual confidence that we're supposed to have in Christ Jesus. He has given us boldness. So now we're still struggling with sin. We're not able to live righteous unto God. Holiness is nowhere in our vocabulary. See, Jesus said that if you keep in his word, which tear down strongholds, you will be free from the power of sin over you. See, the word of God always gives us a, a way of escape. But if we don't know the word of God, then we won't be able to escape. So overall, we should not feel unworthy, but we should feel worthy unto God. Our spiritual confidence and our joy should not lack in the Lord. Amen. So we are always and constantly remotely struggling with strongholds. Because of unforgiveness. Hallelujah. So how do we tear down strongholds? I'm glad you asked. The Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians 10 and 4. For the weapons of our warfare are not corner, but the mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. See, strongholds are birth and, and they dwell in deception. What is deception? Deception is lies and false beliefs. 
right? So naturally, the cure is to bring forth what? The truth in God's word. Hallelujah. So we must learn how to what? Denounce. That's right. The lies of the enemy. Means that we must take his lies and smash them and destroy them in the name of Jesus. Because his lies does not, it's not nothing. His lies are just that lies that does not have power. They have nothing at all. The word of God is over all things. So if you don't have the word, then his lies can overtake you. Because the Bible says that our weapons are mighty for the tearing down of what? Strongholds, right? So it says, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. See, what is our what is our primary offensive weapon? Let me help you. The sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. It's our primary weapon to what? Tear down every stronghold and lie and deception that Satan has. The word of God. Nothing can come over the word of God. So if you don't know the word of God, or if you don't apply the word of God, when Satan comes with his lies and deception, you're going to be defeated every time. Why? Because the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. See, in Ephesians 6 and 17, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, it lets us know, what is it? It's God himself that's cutting down every lie that Satan tries to prevail over God's people. See, truth depels deception and lies. And therefore, the more truth you have into the situation, the more the darkness will flee from you. So the more truth you got, Satan has no power over you. That's why sometimes you're always feeling like, well, why is this happening? Why are they treating me this way? Why are they coming against me? You got to look. You got too much truth in you. You got too much light in you. Darkness cannot stand light. Darkness cannot come around light. Darkness is going to stay far away from light. So darkness is going to try its best to try to intimidate you because you're carrying light. But because light overcomes darkness and the truth overcome every lie, he has no power. So you have to know who you are. And you cannot be offended or allow it to draw you away because light always stands. Mm-hmm. So the most important thing is to grow more and more in the knowledge of God's word. Because when you grow more and more in the knowledge of God's word, hallelujah, it becomes your primary weaponry to tearing down every stronghold, every vain imagination that tries to exalt itself against the word of God. And then every stronghold of deception that the enemy is trying to feed you, it will not stand. Or need to come to pass. But it will be torn down. Through the spirit of God. Which is the sword of God. In the name of Jesus. Because the Bible reminds us also in John 8. 31. And 36. Let's go there. John. 8. 31 to 36. Let's read that please. We're going to be getting off of here shortly in a minute here because my time is near now. Okay, John 8, 31 to 36 says, 
Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, If ye continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. They answered him, We be Abraham's seed, and we're never in bondage to any man. How says thou, You shall be made free. Jesus answered them, Very verily I say unto you, Whosoever commits sin is the servant of sin, and the servant abide not in the house forever, but the son abide ever. If the son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. If you know that you are Abraham's seed, but you seek to kill me because my word has no place in you, I speak that which I have seen. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details with my father and you do not that which you have seen with your father come on now that's the word so what is God saying Jesus tell us that we can be held in bondage due to strongholds in our life plain and simple and in this solution we must continue in his word in order for us to not come on be held in bondage due to strongholds how do we be eliminated from that? It just told us. By what? Being in his word. Because it says, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. So when you know the truth, it sets you free. Because see, when we pour down, when strongholds are torn down, it's torn down through meditating on the word of God, which is truth. Only God's word can tear down strongholds. Only God's word can tear down every vine imagination that is out itself against God. Only God's word can bring us out of bondage. Hallelujah. So that's why we must continue to what? To meditate on God's word. Because when we meditate on God's word, it also impacts our spiritual life. It impacts our spiritual growth. It gives us freedom. It, when we meditate on God's word, hallelujah, we're getting the truth. The truth is setting us free. It is helping us tear down strongholds which are based on deceptions and lies. And no longer is the enemy able to deceive us. Because Philippians 4 and 8 says, brethren, finally brethren, what so things are what? True. What so things are what? Honest. What so things that are what just? What so things that are what pure? What so things that are what lovely? Whatsoever things that are what good report? If there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. So our mind must be meditated on these things. Things that are what true. Things that are what honest. Things that are what just. 
Things that are what pure. Things that are what lovely. Things of what good report. Things that will be virtue. Things of praise. We must think on these things. So when we're thinking on these things, guess what? The faulty error of our thinking pattern is not contaminated. Why? Because we're thinking on things that are what true. That's why true is the first thing. Why? Because it's truth that's going to set us free. You can't get honesty or just or pure or lovely or good report with first without having the truth. You need the truth because the truth is what's going to set us free from all sin, from all rebellions, from all uh, bondages, from all strongholds so that we can begin to not only think of things that are true but begin to walk in honesty. Hallelujah, integrity, our character, all those things will be valued to us. We won't want to be able to taint our character or our integrity because we're going to want things that are what? True and things that are honest, things that are a good report. Come on now. We must continue to, to walk in forgiveness. We must continue to understand deliverance. Hallelujah. Because when you understand these things, these things help you overcome walking and allowing these strongholds to overtake you. Amen. So next week, we're going to, we're going to stop here. I know this is a little heavy. I know it was a lot given, but you can go back. And you can listen to, this is the part three, because um, earlier today, we came on, there was a little bit of technical difficulty, but guess what? We still was on. I did two segments, because the first part cut, then I came back on, but God said, you know what? Come back at seven, and get them the rest of that, first, that, that, that series. So this was part of that series, hallelujah, of earlier today at 12 noon. So next Wednesday, same time, 12 noon for one hour, we're going to come back to what? Commitment of change, overcoming strongholds as a faulty of, of error in our thinking pattern. Because if we got to get our thinking right in order for us to, um, to think on things that whatsoever that is what true and pure and praise and good report and praiseworthy, our mind and our thinking has to be right. Amen. Our thinking has to be clear. Our thinking has to be like the mind of Christ so that we can operate and doing his will, finishing the work that he has created us to finish because the enemy, he wants us to stop. He don't want us to finish the work. He wants us to give up and say, you know what? Enough is enough. I'm not doing this anymore. But guess what? We got a work that we got to do for Jesus. It's not about you. It's not about me. So we can't allow offenses. We can't allow people to take us out of the will of God. Because when we get offended and we allow offenses to, to move us, what happens? We quit on God. See, we ain't quitting on people. We're quitting on God. You didn't join the church or join leadership or start the church because of people. You started it because God told you to start it. And you're in it because of the work of Christ Jesus. So you can't quit when people offend you. You can't quit. When the enemy come after you, because the Bible tells us in Romans five that come on now we 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 we, the, we glory in tribulation, meaning that we glory in heartache, we glory in pain, we glory in let down, cast out people talking about us, doing vain things against us. We glory in all of that. We glory when they try to assassinate our name and our character because we know who we are in Christ. We know who he, who he created us to be. We don't determine 
going to let man tell us who we are. God created us to be fearfully and wonderfully made. God created us to do his work. It's God that gave us the power and the, and the, and the, and the, and the ability to subdue and take dominion and to be fruitful and to replenish. Come on now. It is God that gave us those things, not man. So do not allow the enemy to keep deceiving you, making you quit on God. Quitting the work that God have called us to finish. Jesus Christ died for us and he said finish. One word. That means we got to finish the work. The work that you've given unto us, every last one of us, have a purpose in God. Find your purpose. Find what it is that God wants you to do. It's not always just be in the church building, but God may be calling you to marketplace ministry. I'm not telling you not to come to the church. No, that's not what I'm saying. No, you, we come to the church for the what? Assembly of the body. The fellowship, to get filled up, to get fueled up, to get equipped, so that when we go out, but our pulpit may not be in the church building, our pulpit may be under the bridge, our pulpit may be in the nursing home, our pulpit may be in our jobs, maybe in the marketplace, maybe on the street corner, maybe in the prison, maybe in the grocery store, maybe in the free store, maybe in the, come on now, the, the thrift store. I'm just saying, find your purpose. And stick with it. Don't quit. Yes, the enemy, he's going to try. But guess what? It will not stand. The word of God, Isaiah 77. Thus said the Lord God. Not Apostle Robin. Thus said the Lord God. It won't stand. Neither will it come to pass. Meaning that no matter what arrows that the enemy throw, put up your shield of faith. So that it can bounce back, back to the center. That's all you got to do. Shield of faith, back to the center. Because that arrow will be back to the center. Every arrow that he would try to pour to you, it will go back to the center. Meaning that it will hit him double foe in his eye. Hallelujah. And blind him. And then it will take you off his radar. He won't be able to find you. See, you got to know your, your, you have to know what you have. What you were equipped with spiritually. You got to know the armor of God. You got to know your shield of faith. That you put that up. Because the enemy is coming with those arrows. Hallelujah. He coming with those thoughts. Hallelujah. He coming with those words of discouragement. He's coming with those words of hate and anger. But you put up your shield and back to the sender. And you show love. Because love covers a multitude of sin. Love covers everything. Love is God and God is love. Love will always defeat the enemy. Glory to God. You got to love people in spite of who they are. Always know that we are people. People that are fickle. People that are emotional. People that sometimes operate out of feelings. Operate out of our thoughts and out of our desires. Even though sometimes it's not of God. We can't get offended. Uh-uh. We have to oversee, look that, and begin to pray, and begin to intercede, and begin to know that it's not against flesh and blood. It's not. It's not. No, 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 no. It's not about you and me. It is a demonic spirit behind every negative situation. So ask God to give you discernment, to discern and know 
What is that demonic spirit that is in operation? Maybe in your life, maybe in your children's life, maybe in your wife, your husband, even your pastor life. Don't you know leaders, they walk in demonic uh, spirits that are on them and sometimes we don't know it. We think because we are anointed, we're doing the work of God, but that's why we must come and cleanse ourselves daily, every day, all day, any day, some way, all the time. Because you just never know. And we want to make sure what we're doing, we're doing it unto God and we're doing it right unto God. And making sure that everything that we're doing is based off the word of God. Because when you base everything off the word of God, I'm telling you, it will not come back void because it's truth. My, it's truth. I'll tell you, the word of God is truth. The, there's every answer in here, the word of God. Any answer that you need, any question that you have, that you need an answer for, this is where you're going to get the right answer, the Word of God. So make sure the counsel that you're giving, getting is through the Word of God. Make sure that they're going to that Word of God. Make sure that they're giving it to you. What does the Word say? How is the Word putting it? What is the Word giving because in this time of season, Antichrist is here. False prophets are here. So you better know the word yourself. So that you can line it up with the word of God. Because if you don't know the word, you will be deceived. Hallelujah. And in this time of season, and on my watch... You're not going to be deceived. That's why I'm giving you truth. This may have been a little heavy for some, but I pray that God give you revelation and understanding, even to go back, even maybe my accent, or maybe even, you know, that God give you clarity on what I've spoken on today so that you will receive it in your hearts, so that it will light up in your mind. Because I'm telling you, I know that this series is cleansing some hearts and some minds. God has already delivered some people just off of some of these series. Hallelujah. Because I was the first. And if your thinking ain't right, I don't care how well you can prophesy, how well, how gifted you are. It, it would not last. Your thinking has to be the first thing because our mind needs to be the mind of Christ. It starts right here. And this is the battlefield in your mind. So don't allow the enemy to get right here. Because when he gets right here, he gets right here. And when he gets right here, he comes out of here. And when he comes out of here, he creates your atmosphere. He create your movement. He create your walk and your purpose and your destiny and that's dangerous. So ask God to continue to cover your mind. To, co to cover your heart. To, co co to cover your mouth, your words. Because our words create. It can either create life or death. Amen. So God bless you. 
God keep you in Jesus' name. We'll be back here next Wednesday, 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. I am a Psalms 139.14 woman hour, and we are talking about commitment to change and overcoming strongholds as a faulty error in our thinking pattern. May God bless you in Jesus' name. And I want to just tell you, make sure you come out. We're having a three-day revival of uh, Apostle Steve Jaja. Outreach, hallelujah, three-day uh, revival conference is starting on Friday. He is the host, hallelujah, um, three days. That's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, 7 p.m. every night. Going to be located at 4105 Hamilton Middletown Road. That's Hamilton, Ohio, 45011. Again, that is Apostle Jaja Outreach three-day revival. It is going to be epic. Say, I am there. Miracle signs and wonders are already in operation. God has been moving. I'm telling you, there has been testimonies. Not only testimonies, I have witnessed what God has done. Miracles, healing. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, it is real. When Anytime the word of God comes forth and it is the truth, God is able to what? Manifest. He's able to bring in miracle signs and wonders. He's able to reveal himself. So that the people of God would know that miracles are real, that healing is real, deliverance is real. So make sure you come out. Bring somebody. I'm telling you, it ain't about just a regular revival. But if you're talking about hearing, or you're talking about seeing, or you're talking about coming out of your sickness and out of your deathbed, and you're talking about coming out of a place, hallelujah, of darkness, and coming alive. And if you want the fire of God to be revived in you, I'm telling you, it's not about the man of God doing it, but Jesus. Jesus himself is there. Jesus himself is on the scene. He's just humbled to allow the spirit of God to move through him and obedient for the spirit of God to move through him so that God himself can show up. See, when you move out the way and allow the spirit of God to be in operation of every demonstration in every place, then the spirit of God can manifest and miracle signs and wonders, hallelujah, can come forth. And I'm talking about a change, a re re reformation, a, a transformation, and a renewing of the mind begins to take place. And the glory of God is presented, hallelujah, so we are excited, and again, this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, that is uh, July the 26th through the 28th, 7 p.m. every night. Again, Apostle Steve Jaja, Apostolic Outreach, three-day revival, located at 4105 Hamilton, Middletown Road, Hamilton, Ohio, 45011. Um, just in case, if you don't know, that is um, the, the building on General Intercessor Ministry, hallelujah. It's the venue that he is using. So we thank God for Apostle Steve Jaja and what God is going to do and those that are involved. God bless everybody. And again, we'll see you this weekend. And some of you that may um, still want to be a blessing to the man of God, you can also bless him. He has a cash app, money sign, um, Apostle Steve Jaja. Hallelujah. You can go on there as well. So we're going to go ahead and close this out. But God bless you. And if you're doing something, you can shoot me your information and I'll post it as well um, on my site so that people can know what you're doing because it's all about helping one another. It's all about bringing forth what God has given unto us and I am a Psalms 139.14 woman. It's part of sore um, women, sincere women overcoming, excuse me, sincere women of rural diversities. 
where we're here to help impart into different ministries that God has given unto the women of God, hallelujah, to move forth and where God is taking them. So we are honored to even be part of that. So I'm going to go ahead and leave y'all. But next Wednesday, again, I am a Psalms 139.14 woman hour, 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Again, I'm Apostle Robin. May God bless you and keep you in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God and God bless you. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.